Finances and Parent Plus Loans with Kathy Pfefferhan. Finances and, in conjunction with my company, Capital Coaching, helps people achieve their financial goals through tailored, attentive financial coaching services. Together, we create a successful financial plan by examining your spending and saving habits and then guiding and educating you to your own personal success. Coaching services include evaluation of your spending plan, building your savings, financing your retirement, examining your insurance needs, and planning for your individual goals. Please contact me at capitalcoaching.net to help make an appointment for a free consultation. Thanks to Laura for suggesting this. College is one of the few largest purchases you might ever make. There are many loan options, but today we're going to be talking about Parent PLUS loans. Anyone ready to attend college should go to FAFSA, to the Federal Student Aid website at studentaid.gov, and apply for as many possible options to get money. But be careful, this site is free, so if you're being asked for a credit card, you're on the wrong site. If your student needs to borrow money, one option is called a Parent PLUS loan, also called a Direct PLUS loan. This loan is unique because instead of the student getting a student loan, a biological or adoptive parent and sometimes a step-parent can get the loan for them. This loan is for a dependent, undergraduate student who's enrolled at least half-time, which means six credit hours a semester, which is about two or three classes, at an eligible school. A dependent is someone who's under 24, has no dependents of their own, are not married, not a veteran, and not a graduate or professional degree student or a ward of the court. As the parent applying for the loan, you must have good credit. You're considered to have adverse credit if your credit report shows any of the following conditions within the last five years. If you've been in default of your student loans, if you've gone into bankruptcy or you've just come out of bankruptcy, if you've had a repossession or a foreclosure or a wage garnishment or a tax lien. The five-year window does not apply to any account with a total balance of greater than $2,085 that's 90 days overdue or put in collection within the last two years. However, if the parent can find another endorser that will agree to pay for the loan, if the parent who signs for it does not repay the loan, then they will allow the parent with the adverse credit to actually sign. Additionally, if the parent can provide documentation that the adverse credit is incorrect or that the poor credit has been restored, then they're eligible to take out that loan. So what do the students have to do to be eligible for Parent PLUS loans? Any federal student aid needs to meet the following requirements. The student needs to qualify for college or a career school by completing high school or receiving a GED. This can also be done through homeschooling. They need to be accepted into an eligible degree or certificate program as a regular student. The student must have a social security number unless they're from the Republic of Marshall Islands, the Federated States of Micronesia, or the Republic of Palau. To be eligible, they need to be a U.S. citizen or a U.S. national or have one of the following. A green card, an arrival or departure record, a battered immigrant status, or a T visa. And lastly, the student will need to maintain satisfactory grades. The Parent PLUS loans are a reasonable alternative to a private bank loan because they have more flexible repayment requirements, but also they have some stiff penalties if they're not repaid or if you go into default on the loan. 
And if you do go into default, they may contact your employer and garnish your wages, meaning that a portion of each paycheck is removed before you're paid and sent to repay the loan. Or if you're receiving Social Security benefits, they could do the same thing with those. These loans allow the parent to borrow up to the full cost of school minus any other financial assistance the student may receive. No matter a parent's income, the full amount can be borrowed. However, this has its obvious risks. Taking out a loan that will risk your financial safety is foolish. These loans are due to be repaid as soon as the loan is taken, unlike student loans that are often waived until a time period is met or the student graduates. This loan also begins accruing interest immediately. And of course, the longer you have the loan, the more you will pay in interest payments. Even though you owe immediately on the loan, you'll be able to take advantage of income-driven repayment plans. They'll take into consideration how much you can repay each month and assign you a dollar amount to pay. What does all of this mean in terms of what you owe? U.S. News has an example, and I'm going to share the details from a 10-year Parent PLUS loan and a 10-year private loan. For the Parent PLUS loan, the interest rate might be 7.54%. There is a loan fee of $423 in this particular example, but all Parent PLUS loans require this fee, and it's deducted from the amount you'll receive. The fee is 4.228% of what you're borrowing, and even though you don't receive that amount from the loan, you will need to repay this fee when you're repaying the loan. The monthly payment might be $119, and the total interest might come to $4,269. Compared to a private loan, the interest rate is at 5.54%. There is no loan fee. The monthly payments are about 109, and the total interest costs come to $3,047. The Parent PLUS loans are forgiven if either the student or the parent dies, and these loans are eligible for the Public Service Loan Forgiveness Plan. This is when the parent works for a nonprofit or a government agency and they have made 120 payments while working full-time for the nonprofit employer. That means that after 10 years of qualifying payments, the loan could be forgiven. Since these loans generally charge higher interest rates, it may be a better option to borrow using a cash-out refinance on your home loans, since home loan interest rates are generally lower. Of course, you end up putting your own home at risk if you can't make these payments. Students who exhaust all avenues for scholarships, grants, and their own loans will benefit from putting the work into getting school paid for. But if needed, here are some other options to consider before putting your credit and your retirement on the line. They might want to begin college at a community college. This way, basic courses are done at schools that may charge far less per hour, while many states offer low-cost or tuition-free options. Another perk may be that a community college will allow the student to stay at home, saving even more money. Here in Virginia, after two years, students are guaranteed admission to an in-state public school after they've passed their coursework. Students should also be doing their research and be flexible. Public colleges are less expensive than private schools, and they need to choose wisely. Public schools are about $10,000 for in-state, while private is about $38,000 in-state for the year. Lastly, make plans to find work during school. It takes a lot more effort, but it will be worth it to help pay for your education. The repayment plans for this loan include a standard, which is a fixed monthly payment for 10 years. More than one Parent PLUS loan can be consolidated for up to 30 years. 
There's a graduated loan, and the same 10 years apply, but these payments start off low and rise every two years. And the extended, where if you owe more than $30,000, you could take 25 years to pay it off by either the standard or graduated payments. I read and really like the line, in general, your goal should be to live like a student while you're at college so you don't have to live like a student after you graduate. Good advice. This is Kathy Pfefferhan. Thanks for listening to Finances and Parent Plus Loans. I know you chose to listen and am grateful. If you enjoyed this episode, please follow or subscribe for free in your podcast provider and share your favorite episode with a friend. I'd love you to leave a review because it brings financial education to others and it helps people find me more easily. Finally, let me know what questions you'd like answered or any topics you'd like covered like Laura did by going to the website at financesand.net and leaving a message. You can also contact Capital Coaching for your personal financial needs at capitalcoaching.net. Finances and does not provide tax or legal advice and nothing in this podcast is to be construed as such. Always consult a tax, accounting, or legal professional for advice on your specific situation. Remember, I went to school so you don't have to.